The Music Biz Weekly with Michael Brandvold. Music marketing tips, advice, and discussions. Do you need assistance with your next release? Are you looking for help with your digital strategy? Do you need help getting the most out of your social media? Do you have questions on how to find more fans? Contact Michael at www.michaelbrandvold.com. Everybody, welcome back to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Brandvold, and this is like a regular event, it almost feels like. I'm welcoming Jay Gilbert back. He is uh, he's coming back to, give, um, to join me in giving our basically one week... It is one week. One week review of Apple Music. We've been living with it for one week. Um, Mm -hmm. Prior to this, we did an episode talking about the the announcement and our impressions of the announcement and what they said. And um, I've definitely, I don't know about you, but I've had people who are eager to hear um, our take on Apple Music. Yeah, and as promised, like you mentioned, you know, on on the last time uh, that we talked, we said uh, let's let's regroup after and and have a chat and talk about our impressions and you know friends of mine and people in the business they know number one that I'm I'm an Apple guy you know and and I'll admit that up front but you know I'm you know I'm also you know a critic when when I feel like there are things that aren't quite right or could yep. be better but uh, yeah and they kind of you know look to me sometimes to uh, tell them what I, I think of new products or, you know, new product launches and services and things like that. And uh, this one, uh, people are uh, anxious to find a- out what anxious, we think. Yeah, you know, and, and just like you, I'm an Apple <laughs> guy, um, but I'm not an Apple guy that is so blind that I just buy everything and love everything that Apple releases. I mean, I think we've talked about it in the past episode. I did not buy the Apple Watch. Yeah, neither um, did I. It, it is actually one of the first new Apple product introductions in years that I passed on. Yeah, um, and maybe the only one that I've uh, passed on as a new product, and simply because you know I can see things from beyond my arm's length clearly. But anything closer, I need reading glasses. I'm getting a little well, bit older, e- and I don't need something tiny on. And to be honest with you, my iPhone, it. it does a lot of those functions for me. I like the idea of the Apple Watch. It's just not. It's not right for me. Yeah, and 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 for me, I mean, listen, I I I have a um a, a Pebble Time, which is a smartwatch, and I love it. I just don't think the Apple Watch version one was quite ready, and and I'm not the type of person who's just going to spend five hundred dollars just because it's got the Apple name on it. Yeah. Um. And, uh, you know, Apple Music, you know, it, it's something that I've been eagerly waiting for for years. It's mm-hmm. sort of like, when is Apple going to get into this game? Um, you know they were going to get into it eventually. Right. They did a week ago. Apple Music dropped. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't know the best way. Why don't we just start with, you know, all right, here, let, let's try and look at it from, there's, as I see it, three main areas in Apple Music. Okay. There's the streaming, mm-hmm. there's Beats One Radio, and there's Connect. So let's try and look at each of those three as best as we can. Okay. Um, and, and I have a feeling there'll be more discussion about the streaming than anything else. Um, so why don't we start with the other two first? Okay. What, 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 do, you, what do you think of Beats One, the global... 24-7 radio station. Well, it's interesting. I, I listened to it, and I was pleasantly surprised on some levels. I miss having a DJ sometimes. And what I like about services like, say, Slacker, is they have these great programs where they'll have people put together a playlist and then kind of talk through between tracks. This is why I chose this track. This is about this. And I've always loved getting people's take on why a particular track means something to them. And I think growing up with radio, um, I grew up, uh, you know, just listening to FM radio every single night. And those DJs were like rock stars to me, you know. And so I listened to uh, Beats 1. Initially, I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be EDM or it's going to be some obscure, you know, uh, Euro dance thing that won't relate to me. 
And to be fair, I do think it's for millennials. I do think that it, I'm not really the target for it. But I was pleasantly surprised that I could listen to it uh, for an extended period of time and still found it interesting because the great thing about radio is if you don't like the track that's being played, you wait a couple minutes, there, there's another thing. And I did find some music in there that I thought was compelling. Um, so is Beats one for me? No, I'm probably not the target. I like to create my own playlists and I like to listen to other people's curated playlists. Um, but I think from time to time, if I'm at work or you know, I'm, there's a, maybe I'm having a barbecue or something, maybe that might be something I would put on in, in the background. Okay. What did, what did you think? Um, I'm also a bit, I, I'm a big fan of radio. I've loved radio since I was a kid. Same as you. I always looked at DJs as rock stars. And whenever I got on the phone making a request or, or went out to the state fair and you met them at a live remote, that was, that was awesome that it's like, oh my God, I'm meeting the DJ. Yeah. Um. I, I. So I love radio. I still listen to a lot of radio now. I I use the TuneIn app, and mm-hmm. listen to a lot of radio from around the world, not just local stations. But I'm listening to stations that, as a kid, I grew up. I grew up in Minnesota, but I always knew that KC was like the. Oh my God! Is just such the awesome album rock station. Well, now I can listen to it anytime yeah. I want. I can listen to stations anywhere. So I'm a big fan of radio. Um, my impression of Beats 1, pretty much like you. It's not targeted for me. It's And and I, I have really given it an honest try. I have played it quite a bit in the last week. I like the sound and feel of Beats 1. I like the DJs. I like the talking. And and for me, that's a big part of what I love about radio is the personality, not just the music. Because if it was just the music, I'd be listening to playlists all the time. I love yep. to hear the DJs talk. Talk yep. about that song. Talk about the concert coming. Whatever it might be. Um, so Beats 1 has that great feel. It's just... I, I've 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 mentioned to people online. It's sort of like imagining whatever city you live in has only one radio station. Yeah. How can that one radio station appeal to everybody? It can't. They're going after a a genre, a format, a target market that they feel is their biggest and best. And yeah, from a business standpoint, that. that that can make great sense. It you know, and let me just if you're a rock fan. Beats One is not going to be something you're going to listen to. No. If you're a country fan, forget it. Yeah. If you're if even if you are an indie alternative rock fan, Beats One is not going to be something that you're going to probably spend a lot of time listening to. Um and and to me that's a little disappointing. Um cuz I would remember have, I, it's version 1.0. It's, ver, right? it's version 1.0, so um you know, it it's, it's 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 internet which that in itself means there's no limitations. It's not like regular terrestrial radio where they have to go get another frequency and, and all this other stuff. They can just launch another station. Right. So my hope would be that Beats 1 branches off and do Beats 1 rock, Beats yeah. 1 country, Beats 1 indie, whatever it is. Now all of a sudden I can listen to the Beats 1 rock ch- Station. Agreed. It's like the promise of satellite radio. Yeah. And I love satellite radio. It hasn't gotten the traction that I feel it deserves. But this could be the next satellite radio, you know, where it does break into some of these subgenres that we love so much. Maybe there's a power pop station. Maybe there's a, you know, like some of the uh, satellite stations have, you know, hair metal or the, whatever it's, it there, is. There, there's, there's, yeah, there's, like no, there's no reason in my mind that beats one can't have all of these different channels these different stations and um if if it does i think that's going to be great because again i do find myself listening to a lot of radio and 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 if they can create some radio stations with some talent with some personalities behind them i'm all for it it just beats one as it is right now is not is not I, i i would say that as of today i'm pretty much 
done listening to it. It's yeah, just it's not, not going to work. Competition for like iHeartRadio or you know, like what you had mentioned earlier. But one thing I do want to give them props for. You know, I'm a big fan of the the back announce, and I feel like great radio stations do it well, and they do it better than any station I've ever listened to. Where not only do they say this is what we're playing. They back announce it and say, this is what we just played, yep. and this is why we think it's re- uh, relevant. And I, I appreciate that, and I think I learn things from that. And I remember growing up listening to, say, KGON Radio you know, in Portland, Oregon. And these DJs were the recommendation engine. They would say, hey, we're playing the new track from this band, and this is why I think it's cool. Oh, and they're going to be in town. And you know, it, it was more than just a playlist. It, you know, it was a lifestyle. Yep. And I, I see where Beats 1 is like that, and I think that's cool. Um, I think that if they do go down that path that you just described where they break off into different genres, subgenres, I think it could be super successful. I really do. Um, I think one of the things that was disappointing for me about Beats and then Apple Music is kind of as you're signing up and you click those little balls and it's like, uh, you like this kind of music and here are some of your, your favorite bands. Okay, I get it. For the masses, that's a simple, easy way to kind of get in and start. It's a starting point right. to see what kind of music you like. But as you know, you, there's not just rock. I mean, there's there's a hundred subgenres of rock and country and jazz and classics and all of these things. So, you know, we can get into this a little bit deeper when we we talk about streaming uh, with with this service. But I felt like I would like with radio and with the service in general to kind of help us maybe harder core music fans navigate. Uh, and go a little bit deeper, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that comes down to the discovery. You yes. Know, and, and Beats 1, and it's only because it's not my style of music, Beats 1 is not going to help me discover any music. Now, if Beats 1 created, you know, a rock channel that had DJs come in and one DJ was power pop and, you know, they've got the freedom to play whatever deep tracks they want, I totally would expect I should be discovering yeah. some lost tracks that I've never heard or I forgot all about. And yeah. and I think that can be great. I you know, so I think Beats 1 holds a lot of promise if they if they continue to develop it. If if it's if it just stays as what it is right now, I kind of question what is its what is its real value then. Yeah. I mean, it's it's very it's cool. It's got some marketing appeal to it. But but the reality is, again, it's like having one radio station in your town. Yeah, and, and I think you're right. I think it's a differentiator. It's different than Spotify or RDO or Slacker or some yep. of these things. That differentiates them and gives them kind of a press hook, and it's hip and cool. And maybe we'll see some of their competitors have kind of a live, maybe not a radio station, but it can be just kind of a live curated thing. Um, I think that's meaningful and helpful for music fans um and let's you know it's version 1.0 we'll see how it goes let's see where it goes let's see where it goes um all right so let's move over to the the connect function which is supposed to be the the social media component of apple music um what's your take on that I, i can tell you that of all of apple music and i spent a great deal of time digging into it that's the biggest question mark for me as a music fan, um, I, I think to myself, would I use this? You know, why would I use this? You know, why is it cool? And, and I look at it, and I think some of the features are interesting, um, but I wonder how it's going to grow. For me, it's probably the weakest part of the service and, and probably the part I will use the least. You know, I certainly signed up for my favorite artists, and I'm checking out different images and different quotes and things like that. But right now, you know, the top three might be, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know, Snapchat right. nipping at their heels. I'm wondering if an artist has all of those things going, if that dilutes it by having, you know, a presence here, maybe they can live side by side. I'm wondering how much people will use it. And I think, 
it'll really depend on what is in connect that's compelling you know is there you know will the artist actually embrace it and get involved will they take uh, I don't know. Uh, will there be a Q and A there? Will there be something where they get on and say, "These are my, you know, top twenty John Coltrane tracks that you need to listen to, and this is why." So zip on over to this playlist. Um, will it be my thoughts on certain things? Right now, it seems pretty high level. There's some images. There's some thoughts. And if you look at the comments, they're not compelling for me. It's like, "Hey, this is great." No, this sucks. This is bad. I, I think I would like a little bit more of a, a dialogue or a debate. Um, I don't know. I, I just, in, its, in the form that it's in right now, I think it really needs to have um, participation from key artists that will engage their fans and make it compelling and give me a reason to go back there and check certain things. Yep. Um, and I, I don't see that yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, um, I kind of feel like the connect is the, the, again, it's the weakest part of the whole launch. It's almost the part where I'm scratching my head going, I'm not sure why they even included this right now because it doesn't feel like it's ready for prime time. Um, I'm looking at it from two standpoints of as a fan, but as somebody who's also, um, managing some artists online presence. So I've, I've, I've got the experience of trying to use Connect as the artist themselves. And um, so far, it's, I just got to say, it's extremely disappointing. It, it just is very disappointing. Um, Apple has rolled it out with very little back-end directions, information on how to use this. Um, and, and this is from an artist standpoint. And, and, and I'm hearing from... So the the major artists that I'm doing this for, they they have no zero they have they have zero concern over this. This is not part of their they 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 don't care. The fact that I went and signed up, they're like, oh okay, great, thanks for doing that. But nobody was like, Mike, we need to be on this. We need to be part of this. What's going on? I'm like, yeah, I'm not hearing that. The indie artists, the small artists, are the ones saying, I want to get into this because they're looking for another channel to be able to promote themselves. And those are the artists who are saying, I don't know how this works. Um, example, um, day one of the announcement, I requested approval to manage three accounts. Not because Apple sent me or sent anybody any direction saying, here's to do this. It's just because somebody figured out on their own, here's where you go to request it. Um, one of the three has been approved. I didn't receive a notification from Apple that it was approved. I just happened to notice when I logged into my admin on Connect that it says, you're now managing this account. Like, Got okay, it. it would have been nice of you to tell me this. Um, oh, and by the way, what's going on with the other two that I applied for for the same day? Still pending. No directions as to what is the, the approval process. Uh, does Apple have to actually pick up the phone and call management, call the record label? To verify. To, to verify because, I mean, frankly, if, that, if I know that, I can call management and say, hey, guys, please be alert, look for this email, which might be all it is, is an email that's sitting in their junk box mm -hmm. saying, will you approve Michael Branvold's request? Yeah. Um, no knowledge of that. Um, and once approved, there's no direction sent to you saying, congratulations, here's how to use yeah. this now. Best practices. Best practices. There's, there, there's, there's a PDF that's floating around that's sort of a two or three page PDF that's, here's the basics of it, but it's more of a sales sheet than a real, here's how to use this. Um, it, it, it's very much apple-like and that they don't want to provide any directions in the app the ui is very naked yeah and you've got to know that oh i click that little button in the top right corner to write a post um i did that for the one act that i manage made two posts they haven't appeared anywhere that i can tell 
Interesting. It, I, you know, I, I don't know where they went. It's mm-hmm. confirmed that it was a little, your post has been made. I can't see it. I don't know where it went. Um, and it, it, I, I also feel like right now it's, as you mentioned, well, we're already on Facebook. We're already on Twitter. We're using Instagram. We're using YouTube. Right now, Connect offers nothing that is significantly different or better than all of those other channels that we've already yeah. invested time in. So I feel like what's going to happen is if the artists do pick up on this, I don't feel like the artists are picking up on it. I don't feel like they feel there's a need to pick up on it, which is going to hurt the service. But if they do pick up on it, they're just going to share the same thing they post on Facebook and connect. Yeah, I think you're right. Unless they make it, you know, compelling and make it so it's a platform that differentiates from those other platforms. I think that a couple of things that Connect has going for it, just number one, just the footprint, just the number of eyeballs. I mean, that's how I found it. I'm listening to music, listening to some playlists. I'm like, oh, let me explore a little bit. Oh, here's Connect, and I'll, I'll dig through there. I can see it's this place, this funnel, and there's eyeballs, there's impressions there. And I think that in itself can be meaningful. And not to give Apple a pass, but we touched on this a little earlier. It is version 1.0. And the third thing that I don't want to get lost in this conversation is that, you know, everyone has limited resources, you know, and I think that they're doing the smart thing by looking at what is the most, you know, what are our priorities here, right? What are the most important things about Apple Music? And and clearly it's got to be you know, in the the streaming service itself, in the curation of that streaming service, in the branding, in Beats One. And I think that just by virtue of business in priorities, I think it falls uh, well, into... I, 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 th- I think you're right. And in some, some instances, I'm wondering if that's the case, don't launch it right now. Yeah. Because first impressions... <clears throat> And, and remember, if, if any of you were around during the Apple Ping debacle, that does not leave a great impression in people's minds when it comes to Apple and social networking. So now we've got a next version of Apple Ping. It's now called Apple Connect. Yeah. Um, if it wasn't ready, maybe it would have been best to not include it and make it part of version 2.0 when it yeah. is robust enough. Because if you try this out now and you're like, this doesn't make sense, it's showing no value, um, you remove it from your table of things to do. And it really doesn't matter at that point. And if it gets better and better, you're not paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. And, and frankly, it's already there's already um, um, directions going around online on how you can remove Apple Connect from your Apple Music Player. There, Apple actually has, and it's not a hack. There's a setting on your iPhone where you just turn off Apple Connect, and that button in the lower nav gets replaced by playlists. Which I agree. Geez, where'd my my one of my first questions was where did all my playlists go? How do I get to playlists? So I kind of wonder what is the you know if this isn't ready and you've actually given a way for people to remove it you're just setting this up to die. It's interesting that you say that because I felt the same way. And, and I had uh, breakfast with a friend of mine who's a digital strategy guy too. And, and he had a little bit different take on it. And I, I, I see his point. What, what he was saying was that Apple has a long, rich history of releasing version 1.0 that's not completely ready in, in hardware and in software, and then coming back with 2.0 and improving it. And one of the most obvious ways, I think, is with iOS. Yeah. You know, um, just, or even the iPhone in general. You know, the first version has a camera that does okay pictures, then the next version is better, and then they add slow motion. I mean, that's kind of a way that they are comfortable with doing business. And I, I don't disagree with with that. I, I think your point is well taken with maybe it could have waited until it was maybe fleshed out a little bit. What is 
you know, what are the pros and cons of Connect and how maybe there's um, an education process to artists, managers, um, record companies, distribution companies that says, look, this is our goal with Connect and, and this is how you can help us build it and we can help you promote your artists. Maybe those things could have been a little bit more thought out and I do agree with that, but I don't think it's time to kind of, like for me, I wouldn't disconnect it yet. I want to see what the next iteration is and see what they add and maybe what direction they're going. Because I think that with social, you know, I don't believe that social is completely mature yet. I still think it's evolving. You know, my teenage daughters aren't into Facebook, you know, anymore. They're into Snapchat and, and YouTube and um, I, I still see this stuff evolving as people age, and I think that with Connect, I still am thinking that maybe you know there's some smart people working over there, and they've learned from Ping, and that maybe this is going to evolve into something meaningful. Yeah, you know, I I I clearly think it's going to evolve. I and 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 I'm going to watch it, but that's me, the digital strategist, sitting here going, I have to. I'm going to pay attention. I know this backstory. Yeah. Replace me with the average music fan or the average musician who doesn't have that time, that luxury, that insight, and they've already passed on it. The, you know, the the fans are all. I mean, I've I've already heard from three or four fans who are like, "Yeah, God, great! I can turn off Connect and I can turn my playlist back on." Mm-hmm. They don't care about Connect as a fan, and 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 I've got. Like I said, I've I, my clients are not telling me to get on Connect for them. I'm doing it on their behalf, mm-hmm. and I'm hearing from other artists who want to get on Connect and can't figure it out. Well, I think you should get on Connect, and I think it's smart for you to be an early adopter of Connect, if for no other reason the the learning that goes along with it, the eyeballs that are going to be there, and you know, look, is version 1.0 exciting and compelling yet? No, uh, probably not. But I would put uh, a pin in that one and say, let's revisit this one in 30 days and see if it's evolving, yeah. changing. You know, let, 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 let's just wait and see. Wait and yeah, see. Yeah, I wouldn't turn put, it off put, so put your a, Put your yeah. application in. If you're an artist, put your application in to manage it. Maybe you get approved. You still can't figure it out. Just sit tight. Let's see what happens with it. Um, if you're a, If you're a user... You know, I, it, it's hard to say. I mean, as a listen, I'm looking at my Connect page, and by default, you're following a lot of the artists that have, are in your library you're already following. Right. But um, f- first, second, third, fourth, it, the first four posts in Apple Connect are not artist posts on my feed. They're Apple Music Classic Rock Playlist, Apple Music Rock, yep. Classic Rock. Fifth one is Rob Zombie. Then sixth one becomes an Apple Post. Seventh is an Apple Post. Eighth is an Apple Post. Ninth is Apple Post. Tenth is Apple Post. Eleventh is a Madonna Post. Yeah. So Mine's uh, two, similar two, to two that, out of the yeah. 11 posts are actually artists. That as a fan, I'm like, I, I don't. I don't care what a playlist is telling me. Please, get that out of there. Yeah. Well, there's two things. One is um, it does look a little different on the handset than it does on the desktop. It's a, a little wider and, and more posts spread across on the desktop. But let's face it, a lot of, I would venture to say that most of the use is going to come from mobile. And my, I'm looking at mine. Mine's a little bit different. You know, I have a rock playlist. Uh, classic rock in a country, and then it breaks right into the posts. You know, I have one you know, like a Harry Nilsson and a James Taylor and a Yellow Card and some of these. And then after a bunch of these posts come some of those again. So it, I'm sure that it it is going to look, you know, much like Amazon or any other kind of uh, recommendation engine. It's going to look at what you clicked on, you know, as far as those genres and artists and kind of form fit based on your library, and, right? And, 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 and I think what Apple needs to do is understand what we expect from our walls these days. As we've been trained on Twitter and especially Facebook, um, I want to customize my wall. I don't want to see the Apple Music Rock Connect post. Allow me to turn those off. 
Allow me to turn off this other playlist. You know, give me that ability to do that. And and right now there isn't. And that's part of what I feel like is is missing from this is Apple has to realize the social media expectations of the fans and the and the artists are much greater now than it was when Ping was released. Because yeah. we're deeply entrenched in the social media usage now. So we come into this going, I expect this. And and I feel like Connect is a social media Facebook 1.0 equivalent right now when Facebook itself has matured to Facebook 10.0 right now. Yeah. And 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 there's no in in my mind there's no reason why Apple should be that far behind. They've got the resources. They've had the time. Um do it right. I mean I I being an Apple fanboy, that's part of my expectations is, you yeah. know what, guys, do it right. Yeah. Do it right, or, or or you know what, you, you lose that opportunity, and the product is, is going to be panned and ignored very quickly. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it evolves, because I think that it would be very difficult for Apple to compete with a full-on um, social network, but I also think that Tying in music and social, although it seems like it makes perfect sense, I'm not a big believer in it. I, the people that I've talked to, like let's take Spotify for example, if you have it turned on, your friends can see what you're playing at any given time. Um, uh, I, th I don't know how meaningful that is. It's certainly not helpful for me. And frankly, I don't want people necessarily seeing what I'm playing because there may be things that I play that aren't quote-unquote hip, but yeah. more importantly... You know, if my daughter's using it and streaming her music, you know, I don't know. I, I just don't know how important the social tie-in is. I do like one thing that Apple I don't think is really integrated yet is, you know, what what playlists, you know, has Michael Branville put together? Well, you know, let, I'd let, like let, to see so, that. So let, we can cover let, that in playlists. Yeah, you let, know what I mean. Let, let's move into the actual music streaming portion of this. Um, you know, that that's that's what we, we've been waiting for. That's what we've been expecting. Um, how, how do you think version 1.0 of Apple Music, the streaming, um, is stacking up against Spotify and other people, and and what are you what are your impressions? Um, I'm a, a fan of Spotify. I'm, I'm you know, I, I like um, a lot of what Spotify offers. I just think it's it's not very broad. It's very limited. And one of my complaints is kind of when you go to that main page and you see those icons for uh, their Spotify curated playlists. Um, I've always felt like that was insufficient. And what I was pleasantly surprised about with Apple Music was once you start digging into playlists, two things. One, they seem like they're human curated, not algorithm curated. And you can kind of tell the difference pretty quick when you get into areas where you're an expert, right. a genre or a band, and you're like, wow. So I started getting in and these, some of their playlists are intro to these artists. Right. Okay, those are actually put together. They remind me of, there was a guy that came from Rhino that went to Apple for many years, uh, Gary Stewart, a uh, friend of mine, uh, a music expert. He put together all of the Apple iTunes essentials. And okay. that's where you know they would have like tabs. Here are the first 12. If you've never heard this artist before, you need to get these 12. Then there was another tab, and I think it would end with like almost like a box set, right? So they kind of started doing that with Apple Music. So there's an intro to, and then there's the band. And then there's like kind of deep tracks by that band. And I found that some of those were really well done. And then there's inspired by that band. There was one I listened to this morning of inspired, inspired by Big Star. So it's maybe Teenage Fan Club, it may be Cheap Trick, it may be whatever. And bands that may have been inspired by Big Star. And... I, after playing with this for a day or two, I looked on my, my iPhone and I had like 57 playlists that I had not downloaded, but, you know, put right. in my, my playlist. Right. Click the plus button. Yeah. Click the plus button and they show up and I was really enjoying that. And I, there, there's a, with, with Spotify, 
I can upload my playlist of best whatever, and you can upload yours, and thousands of people can upload theirs. But I think one of the benefits, and I don't see this as a negative, of Apple Music is that because it's a walled garden, it's kind of controlled, they're curating it. It takes away some of that clutter. Um, one of the things that I loved about Apple iTunes was Gary Stewart would say, oh, you want to do a power pop playlist or you want to do this playlist on, you don't think mine's got everything it should for Kiss or whoever, Cheap Trick, send it to me. And you would send it to him and he would actually change it up. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I love that. And I think that Apple's got a good thing going for version 1.0 when it comes to playlisting at least from my initial kind of um, digging in and discovery, I found some amazing playlists. I love that I can, you know, it's integrated with Siri. I can say, play Toto, play, you know, songs from the year I graduated, right. play. I think that's kind of cool. Um, so there are a lot of pluses. And, and to me, I think that's the strength of their launch was really even more so than Beats, is they really went full into curation. And, you know, you and I have talked about this before. It sounds cliche, but I've always believed that this isn't the information age. It's the recommendation age. And I see them recommending things, and I do see discovery there, and I love how it's integrated with iTunes. And I think that they beat some of their competitors with their curation and with some of these playlists that aren't put together, you know, based on an algorithm. Yeah, yeah. You know, my so let me get this basic statement out of the way. The catalog is basically identical to what you're going to have on Spotify. Yes. You know, they're about both. 30 million tracks, they're, yes. Everybody's Spotify audio, they're all at about 30 million tracks. Yes and take. no, you're going to find a few artists that aren't here or there or whatever. Um, so catalog wise, there's nothing that is different at this point. Not to say that I'm sure Apple isn't working on some very interesting exclusives moving down the road. They're known for that. Um, visually, I think the app looks beautiful. Spotify is kind of a clunky, real basic, bare bones app. Apple Music looks beautiful. Covers, artwork, colors, exactly everything. So, so it's got that going. Um, I do think the playlist, like you said, uh, they've got some great playlists in there. I, I've I've found myself spending more time starting to listen to the playlists. Um, it's very easy to follow that playlist. It's very easy if you actually want to download the tracks from that playlist into your iTunes library. You can do that. Um, you know, I think to me the part that I, I am missing is the the social aspect that comes from the streaming. Meaning, I do like the fact that I can easily find Jay Gilbert on on Spotify and follow yeah. your playlists. Yeah. The playlists that you've made available. Because that's how I discover music. I right. have my friends. I know my friends' music tastes. I trust their taste. Mm-hmm. I look at what they're playing. That's not quite the same in Apple no. Music. It's pretty difficult, no. if not impossible, unless you send me your playlist. Right. I don't. But I shouldn't I, have to push. You right. should be able to. I don't know. There, there is not a Jay Gilbert profile, profile in yeah. Apple Music. Agreed. Um, that. That is the social that I want more than Apple Connect. I don't think Apple Connect really needs to be there. I think the social around you and me listening to music and what we want to recommend to our friends, that's the social that needs to be there. Yeah. Um, But maybe Connect can be that where, and I was thinking about this earlier, maybe there's some artists that I respect and admire. Um, I would love to have that ability to subscribe to that artist like you can with connect but then see what playlists they've built oh i think that would be great that would be great if if artists can do that through connect but i still want to know my friends what my friends what my friends are doing i i also love the fact that in spotify i've done this a number of times you can make collaborative playlists Mm -hmm. and you open it up to let anybody add tracks into this playlist 
And it's fun to see what other people add in as their definition of a pop band or their favorite Kiss song or whatever it might be. Those things are missing right now in yeah. Apple Music. Okay, it's Apple 1.0. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that I, you're right. I think that's important because that's, that's so important. We're social beings. Social media is so important. Music is so important to our lives. And discovery is usually, if it's not radio, it's from our friends, people like you and me going, hey, have you heard that such and such track? Yep. And so I think that's really key. I will say that I was pleasantly surprised at how easy it was for me to click that button and send my playlist like, Michael, here's my favorite yes. tracks by this artist. I did think that was kind of cool. And you can post it to socials. I found a little glitch, which was if I posted directly to Facebook, the artwork didn't come over for some reason. Yeah. But, when, but when I posted to my Twitter, which automatically post to Facebook, the artwork did come over into both. There, there's, there's little, Minor little... There, there's little things like that which aren't aren't a death to the service, but it's also little things that, again, it's Apple. I expected better from Apple. I would have expected that somebody at Apple would have shared a playlist directly from music to Facebook and seen how crappy it looks when yeah. it, it does it doesn't have any artwork, it doesn't have any names, it has nothing to it. Yeah, it really you know, and, and 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 I, and I hate to use this phrase, but I don't think Steve Jobs would have let that fly. Well, and that brings up the point of, you know, when they launch, the desktop version wasn't was available it? when the iOS was and I think it was 24 hours yeah. before that thing. And that I mean, they just got crucified online. And people kept saying the same thing over and over, you know, if, if Steve Jobs. But you know what? I don't know what, what happened there. Uh, it was frustrating, you know, for that uh, to happen. Um, but, 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 but back to, like, the, the, again, the Facebook sharing. It's just a little thing that, that me as, as the little bit of a developer that I have in me would sit here and go, all right, the last Q, not the last, Q&A, before we release this product, I want somebody to sit here and share this from Connect to a Facebook page, and I want to see what it looks like. It looks like that. That has to be fixed. Yeah. That has to be fixed for launch because sharing is what everything revolves around. And if you've got a crappy post on Facebook, that's not going to drive somebody back to the playlist or the track you just posted because yeah. there's no artwork. You know, I, I, I hand it to Spotify. Th- theirs looks great. I can share box. I can add my little copy. I can mm-hmm. do Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, whatever. Boom, share it. It goes out. Little box. The track listing. Click the play button right there. Opens it up. It works. Yeah. This little thing is not up to Apple standards. Yeah. Is that that, yeah, that that's all it is. It's n- it's not going to kill this and I'm sure it's going to get fixed. Yeah. But it's things like that where I just like it should have worked. Yeah. Yeah, it and I think worked. I think what you touched on earlier should have been maybe more thought through and that is, you know, if I'm putting together some playlists and even if I'm not putting them together, let's say that I've favorited a handful of playlists I think I should have a profile that you can access. Yes. That you can go in and, and you know, and I can go in and go, well, what playlist is Michael? You know, I don't have time to go through and, you know, dig through all of these playlists. Maybe more time than others. But, you know, and I think that's valuable for me to go to people. Like I have friends that are into hard rock. I have friends who are into jazz, whatever. I can go and look and like, well, what are they listening to? What's their dinner playlist bang i'll take that and i do think that's going to be in another iteration it, it, at it, some it, point it really has to be because as much as i do love the playlist that apple is creating i always will value the playlist that my friends create over the playlists that the service creates and and maybe it's just a lack of trust for me being in the business and marketing and everything else but I'm never going to completely trust that that playlist wasn't created with some other ulterior motive behind it. That, yeah. oh, we're promoting the Motley Crue album, so let's throw them into this playlist. We wouldn't have really included them, but you know what? They, they, 
they paid for something. They did something. We're working with them. Um, and, and, and I remember when, when Beats first launched as its own music streaming service, you know, they, they hyped all of their playlists, their curated playlists. Were, and I looked at it, and one of them was curated by Target. Wow. And, and, and I was just like, you're freaking kidding me, right? Why would I ever trust a playlist curated by Target? Of course, they're going to promote whatever is important to Target, not right. what's great. So right. that's that's the sort of fear I have in in a service pushing me playlists. Yeah. I don't have that fear when you push me a playlist. Exactly. And or I would any of add, my friends. Yeah, I would only add one thing to that. There's a disturbing new trend in streaming services um, where you're paying for placement. You're paying money to get into playlists. playlists. And it's very small right now, and it's kind of growing like a cancer. Apple, I don't think, will ever go that route. And I can tell you that even on the marketing side on digital downloads, they were under pressure to, you know, like if I'm an artist manager record company, I'm like, hey, my record's coming out. I need that front page placement. It's huge, whatever. Can I buy it? Can I trade for it? Can I do? They were always very above board. It's like, no, it's an editorial decision. Yeah, there are things that you can do to help your chances, like drive traffic, like provide them with information, like, you know, there are other things that you can do, but that never guarantee, they would never guarantee right. you that placement. And I see it, some of Apple's competitors right now, and maybe this is a, a topic for another conversation, but where it's almost like independent promotion back in the radio oh, days, yeah. yep. they're starting to have these gatekeepers where you can pay to you be can, included in can, these playlists. You can buy the end, end cap. Exactly. And that comes back to your target analogy um, except now it doesn't have the Target logo on it. Right. It's being sponsored. It's right. being paid for. It's hidden. But, yeah, and to me, that's it just underlines your point of, you know, I want to see what Michael Branville's playlists are because I know you're not in the pocket of some corporation and that you're not, you know, putting something in there because you're paid to put it in there. Right, right. And see, it's as simple as that. The, the, the Probably the average consumer isn't going to be thinking like us because they don't know that that's been part of the business and that that's trying to happen. But because I have seen that and I've known I've known that it's always existed, there's always that level of I, even that it's Apple. I'm not sure if I can have complete trust if that playlist is a hundred percent. This is really great, or seventy-five percent really great, but twenty-five percent well, we're helping promote something. Yeah. And and I have I have more concern about that now because of the influx of the music industry into Apple. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing against the people from the music industry. They're smart. They're talented. They're 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 building something great here. But let's be honest, they came from that industry. They know that Fair world. Enough. They know that that can exist. And if somebody says, you know what? like to see a better bottom line you want to see a better bottom line let me call up my friend over at uh, the label here hey how would you like to have that next best of become a a playlist yeah boom yeah Yeah. so um i hope that never happens i hope that never Um, happens I don't think it will, uh, honestly, just given Apple's track record and how they put up with tremendous pressure from the industry for years with iTunes and didn't buckle. Um, I do. Your point is well taken. They are now infused with industry executives yep. uh, running certain areas, and um, you know it's kind of a wait and see. But I, I tend to think that uh, I, I think I, positively. I, I think the the way to avoid that is let us share our playlist easily with each other. Let let, let me follow your playlist, my other friends' playlist. Problem yeah. solved. I mean, at the end of the day. Is is Apple Music about playing music? To me, that that's the number one goal. Is this is about getting more music played? You want to play more music? You're going to pay ten dollars a month. You can play all this music. Make it easy for me to play. Make it easy to see what you're playing, so I can play what you you've you've been playing. Yeah. Um, all this other stuff is is window dressing, and don't clutter it up. Remember, you know, one of the the core philosophies of Apple is, you know, you cut out the crap. 
Yeah, you take something complex and you simplify it. Make it simple. Look Remember that. iPod with that simple, simple wheel. They, yep. they, they weren't the first to have an MP3 player, but they simplified it so you know, and made it elegant. And I think you're absolutely right. And I think that Apple Music is, has taken a step towards simplifying this kind of complex area. And yeah, I think they do have maybe a few too many bells and whistles here with Connect and some of these things. But um, I would rather have too many than, than not enough. And I think that will all find its level. You, you know, know the, 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 the one last thing that someone had actually brought up online, which I thought was a great point, is I don't think they're using all of the data they have available to them. What We've, we've been rating all of this music in iTunes. Are those... Why not put together playlists based on ratings? That's a great idea. Users have been rating cheap trick songs. All right, here's the here's the the here's highest the, rated. Here's, here's the highest rated cheap trick songs as by you guys voted on by the people. You know what a great That's way to idea. to take data that you've already got, create user playlists. Um, you know, there's just things like that where. I hope they're moving towards that. That, To me, that's what mu Apple Music needs. Again, cut out all of the bells and whistles. Um, you've got the cat. You can't. Your catalog is the same as everybody else. So it's got to be the experience. And it's got to be the curation that's better than everybody else. You know, I've talked about it before. Spotify sucks when you click related artists. They're related artists relationship has no meaning to it and as a user i can't impact on that apple fix that because yeah. to me that's a great way to discover a new artist who's related to this band oh here you go use human curation to control that exactly human curation yep. you can't use an algorithm an all music guide or something that says hey if you like this band you like this band you can at a high level but i think when you get into those meaningful connections they come from human beings. Yep, yep. So, um, uh, you know, so let's let's cut to the chase. Apple Music, $10 a month. Are you going to continue subscribing to it? I am, and I'll tell you why. Um, I have a family, and I think that their family plan is a great deal. Um, I like the fact that you know, some people have a lot of Spotify playlists or competitor playlists or whatever. My family just happens to have a lot of iTunes playlists. And the fact that this integrates with those and they, they don't have to re-import them or use an app to import them into another service, the fact that they're, they're seamless is very compelling. Um, so I'm going to go with the family plan. Um, and I think that, you know, it's it's a really a really strong value uh, for me. Okay, you know I'm I'm a heavy Spotify user. Um, I'm gonna totally ride out my three months free on Apple Music and then really decide, hoping that there's some iterations and improvements in the next three months. Um, there's no seriously compelling reason for me to quit Spotify and only use Apple Music at this point. Do you have time. a lot of Spotify playlists? A lot of Spotify playlists. That's Yeah, that makes a big difference. It, it, yeah, it I does, don't. It, I only have and, a handful. And, and I think we talked about this. My iTunes music library does not exist anymore because right. I've moved all my music into Amazon Music. Yeah, yeah. And, and Apple Music builds off of your library. Well, my library is nothing. Right. So right. when it built for me, it basically had no data to build from right. other than my past purchases. Um, if you are an exclusive iTunes user, that's where your library is. That's everything you've got. It makes complete sense. I mean, if, if you've never, if you know people who have never tried streaming before, aren't even familiar with Spotify, but they're an iTunes user, Apple Music is probably the hands down way to go. And I think it's that's an, their business model. That, that that's is who their business model. After. Exactly. That's going to be the easy transition. Let's right. get the hundred, how, not hundred, eight hundred million customers we got. Can we get a hundred million of them to try Apple Music? Yeah. That's great. Me, I got to play the wait and see game because again, um, 
I'm, I'm not looking forward to having to recreate all my playlists in Apple Music. I, I could foresee keeping both services. I just don't at this point see I'm not dropping Spotify to go right. exclusively well, Apple. Well, you just made a very good point, and this is something I was talking to a friend of mine about. When, when Beats was around, you could import your playlist from Spotify into Beats. And Spotify, have... Spotify can import your playlist from iTunes. Yes, but there, I did that with some of my playlists, and it only came up with about 75% of the stuff actually made it over. And I'm not really sure why they couldn't. And I'm not talking about like bootleg versions or rare live recordings. I'm talking about tracks that Spotify has, but for some reason, with the metadata, it wasn't recognized, and that wasn't a good experience for me. But I guess what I'm curious about is how long will it take for either a third-party developer or for Apple to come up with an uh, import? Yes. I, I, I have always said, now whether this was Apple Music, Spotify, RDO, Deezer, or anybody else, if you want somebody to switch from one streaming service to your streaming service, that is the tool you have to provide. You have to provide a, a migration tool yes. from one service to the mm -hmm. other. All of my playlists, all of the artists I follow, all of the albums I've liked, move all of that over for me. I would do that. If, if, if Apple Music said, we can seamlessly get 100% of what you've already created and Spotify moved over, now I've got a strong reason to say, you know what? I don't need Spotify anymore. Yeah. But that right. doesn't exist. I don't, no. I, don't, I don't know why. I don't yeah. know if there's... If people have, if Spotify's done something to say, you know what, we we're not going to allow you the right, hooks, maybe they hooks in because, their API because we know something. that will steal yeah. our customers away. I I don't know. I I would like to, you know, if that's the case, Apple come out and tell me that because that could also help me say, well, screw you, Spotify. You're you're trying to keep me captive. You're keeping me captive here. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like. I that think at a all. lot of people will stay with Spotify. Look, I love Spotify. Um, never had any real issues. It didn't have the functionality that I wanted overall, and I think Apple does a better job on some of those things. But you're absolutely right. If if it's difficult for me, and I've already got all these playlists that I've built, I can see Spotify holding on to a lot of their customers that way, just because it's such a pain in the ass to to switch. Yep. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm in a wait and see mode, and 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 quite honestly, I could, I if I were to make a guess in three months, I will continue both services. Um, but you're a, the from, anomaly. I mean, I'm, you I'm do the this anomaly. Yeah, it's part part different. it's part business, um, but you know, a lot of it will depend upon how how active and aggressive Apple is in improving the service. Yeah. You know, if we don't get any improvements for six months, I'm going to be like, what is going on here? There mm -hmm. should be updates to this at a minimum monthly. I mean, the, to me, there's plenty of stuff that that can be fixed. Yeah. And that yeah. that shows a commitment to your 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 application. Yeah. You know, if if Apple Connect does not change in three months, that tells me this is not a priority it's going to die on the vine, and therefore I shouldn't care about it. But if I see you updating Apple Connect every two weeks, trying to fix it, improve it, better and better and better, I'm, I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, it sends a message. It sends Absolutely. a message, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wanna, I, I'm really curious. I'd like to fast forward in time and see, like 90 days down the road, what's happened to Spotify's business? Um, what's happened to you know, Apple Music, what's the adoption, you know, on it? What are, to your point, what are the changes that have been made, the tweaks? Because everything they've done, we talked about this before, you know, started off version 1.0 and evolved. I'm really anxious to see um, how this evolves. And um, look, it's early in the game. And I think that Apple will win by grabbing people who aren't on Spotify, grabbing exactly. all those people who don't know what streaming is. You know, not everybody knows what streaming is and how valuable it is. And, and, and a lot of people are still buying CDs, believe it or not. If you read, you know, Quincy Jones interview or you read what's in the press lately, you would think that the music industry died. 
it, it hasn't. You know, in 15 years, yeah, it's down 39, 40 points, and it's a shell of what it once was, but it is still a fairly big business. You know, people look at Amazon. I mean, they're still selling, you know, some CDs. There's so a lot I guess, of exciting things happening. Yeah, and we're st- I guess my point is we're still early in the game. You know, yep. let's not get crazy yet. It's exciting to see this all evolve. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Jay, always great chatting about always uh, a pleasure, music Mike. and Apple and all this fun stuff. If, if, if you're watching this and you're on Apple Music, leave us some comments. Give us your first impressions of, of all of the sections, of one of the sections, um, good or bad. Let us know. Thumbs up to Apple, thumbs down, whatever, whatever it is. I, you know, I, I think there's a lot of mixed response out there. There's a lot of people with questions. I, I know I'd love to see what you guys are thinking. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. Till next week. Thank Bye. you, Michael. Cheers. Has the Music Biz Weekly helped your career? I'd love for you to leave us a review and rating on Apple iTunes. Visit http colon forward slash forward slash iTunes dot com and leave your review. I read them all.